Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And today we are going over the NFC East. I just recorded the Cowboys video, and now we're looking at the New York Giants in year two of the Joe Judge, Jason Garrett offensive system here let's take a quick peek at what the giants did in free agency they made some really nice moves actually and it's got me somewhat optimistic about the giants future uh in 2021 here for at least fantasy football i don't know if it's going to equate to wins but uh for fantasy this could be a pretty nice um, collection of players we can pull from um so notable additions of course kenny galladay got the big uh, the big contract uh in back in march cornerback uh, Adore Jackson, tight end Kyle Rudolph, really good option here behind Evan Ingram. Uh, new backup running back is going to be Devontae Booker. They got him from Las Vegas. Uh, and then a defensive end here, Fede Odenegbo. And then John Ross and Mike Glennon. So I, we'll see if John Ross can stick around. I'm not too ex optimistic about him for fantasy, but I really like Kenny Galladay. Uh, adding some juice to this offense. You got to like Kyle Rudolph kind of solidifying that tight end too, giving Daniel Jones another safe, reliable target. And then the defense should be a little bit improved here. We'll look at the draft in a second. But let's look at who left the New York Giants this year. That's guard Kevin Zeitler, uh, defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson, Kyler Fackrell, Colt McCoy. I think he's out in, where did Colt McCoy end up? Maybe Arizona. And then Wayne Gallman. So plugging in um, Devonte Booker for Wayne Gallman, that's going to be fine. Uh, let's just take a quick peek at the draft class. So they they, they traded down from their original spot here and they ended up with Kadarius Tony. I know a lot of people are not excited about this in the fantasy community. How does uh, Kadarius Tony fit in there with Galladay, with Sterling Shepard, with Darius Slayton? Well, they don't really have a body type like him or they don't really have a guy that can move and do the things that he does. He's going to be kind of used like a like a Percy Harvin would have been used, maybe even some Reggie Bush stuff out of the backfield. We'll see what how creative Jason Garrett gets with Kadarius Tony, but I'm I'm pretty optimistic that Tony is going to be uh, given you know some select plays to try to run, maybe get some handoffs, some fun uh, you know wheel routes, and some interesting concepts for Kadarius Tony. In round two, they go Aziz Ojolare from uh, from Georgia, who fell quite a bit, all the way to fifty. He was potential first round uh, first rounder, and he's the seventh defensive end off the board. So I think this is a really good value for the Giants here. They get a really good defensive end. Uh, in the third round, they get the ninth cornerback off the board, Aaron Robinson out of UCF. Another defensive end here, Ellerson Smith, Northern Iowa. Running back, Gary Brightwell out of Arizona. And then the 31st cornerback off the board, Rodarius Williams on Oklahoma State. So a solid draft class. I think we're looking at Kadarius Tony, Aziz Ojolari, and we'll see if Aaron Robinson can make an impact this year. But uh, it's, it's interesting. We're going to be in year two of the Joe Judge, Jason Garrett system. Of course, Saquon Barkley coming back from injury. He only played in two games last year. He got hurt in that second week of the season. Pretty much shut it down after that. Uh, and then it was the Wayne Gallman, Alfred Morris, Devonta Freeman. It was a carousel of running back. So hopefully this offense should be a lot more stable this year. Daniel Jones's numbers actually, they kind of improved just a little bit. Uh, if you look at the completion percentage, 62 and a half uh, up, you know, from 61.87 in his uh, rookie season, uh, 24 to 12 touchdowns back in his rookie season, which was pretty, pretty impressive as a rookie. And then he kind of fell back to 11 and 10. So there was some offensive struggles here. He did complete the ball more a little bit. So I like that, but we still got to limit these turnovers. He still had 16 total turnovers on the season. So that's going to be where Daniel Jones needs to improve. 
But let's take a look at this depth chart. What are we doing for fantasy football this year? Um, so, of course, Daniel Jones is the starting quarterback. They got they signed Mike Glennon, Clayton Thorson's there, Joe Webb's there. So if anything happens to Daniel Jones, it's going to be Mike Glennon. Now, for Daniel Jones, I think he's really only viable for two QB super flex leagues. He can be your second. Probably looks best as your third quarterback if you want to whip him out there in games against the Eagles or or maybe the Cowboys with their re, rebuild on defense. Um, so I like Daniel Jones. Don't think he's a, a viable option for 12 quarterback leagues. Uh, and we'll see. Superflex, I'm, I'm interested, though. If he gets a good matchup or two, you can kind of plug him in as you go. Uh, but for this, for fantasy, it's all about Saquon Barkley. Can he stay healthy? He, is he warranted, like, warranted of, a, of a top five pick this year? If you're looking at the running backs, it's Christian McCaffrey, it's Dalvin Cook, it's Derek Henry, it's Alvin Kamara, and then there's Saquon Barkley. Um, so like I have questions, you know, this is how good is this Giants offense going to be? Would I rather have a guy like Nick Chubb or a guy like Ezekiel Elliott? That's kind of where I have Barkley in my tier. So I don't have Barkley in the top four. I have him kind of in the second tier with guys like uh, Nick Chubb, guys like Ezekiel Elliott, guys like Jonathan Taylor. So that's kind of who I'm comparing him against. I think if you have a top four pick, go with the four I mentioned, uh, but then you have some options behind him. So I do like Devontae Booker here as a backup. Again, they did bring in Gary Brightwell as a sixth round pick. We shouldn't expect too much work here. If anything does happen to Barkley, it's going to be a big Devontae Booker season. So he's the handcuff. We'll see what happens. I'll be watching Gary Brightwell in training camp. Uh, fullback Colin Gillespie is there. Uh, now look at this receiving. This is what I like about what the Giants did. Look at this receiver and tight end group. Um, last year, Daniel Jones was thrown to Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, a little bit of Golden Tate. So that's that's fine. Uh, but you're plugging in Kenny Galladay in a first round picking Kadarius Tony. That's a lot better than what Daniel Jones was given last year. And then you look at the tight ends. Evan Ingram, he, he struggles. He did, he did struggle quite kind of a bit last year. Uh, but then you get Kyle Rudolph, which is kind of just like an anchor, a safety net tight end, a good blocking tight end. They'll probably run more two tight end sets to get both those guys on the field. So, I mean, you're looking at six viable weapons, seven if you include Saquon Barkley. So I do like the rotation of talent that Daniel Jones gets to throw the ball to. Now, the question is, outside of Barkley, who's going to be the most reliable? you got to think Kenny Galladay. He's almost guaranteed to lead this team in targets this year. Looking at my projections, I only have him at 109 targets so far right now. Uh, I don't expect the Giants to just whip the ball all around the yard, especially if Saquon Barkley's healthy. They're going to try to run the ball a little bit more. Barkley's still going to command a lot of targets. So you're talking about several mouths to feed, whether that's Barkley, Galladay, Shepard. Uh, even Slayton and then Evan Ingram. So there's a lot of movement going on with the ball. I do like Kenny Galladay, but I think he's probably best left for a wide receiver three this year. Probably mm, best ball leagues would probably be my favorite spot to get him. I don't know how consistent it's going to be. Uh, essentially, he's going to be playing what Darius Slayton has been for Daniel Jones the last few years. Um, so that's been production. That's been pretty nice production here. Kenny, Kenny Galladay is going to get open more. He's going to also just... He's just going to gather more targets than a guy like uh, Darius Slayton, who I like. But if you go back to Darius Slayton's rookie season, I mean, 50 catches on 96 targets, 751 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, if you give Kenny Galladay these numbers with a, a, a third-year Daniel Jones, uh, you give him a minimum 100 targets. You're, you're somewhere in that you know 55 to 60 catches. You're probably in that 15 yards per catch range, and he's probably going to lead the team in touchdowns. So if you had to pick one player outside of Barkley, it's going to be Kenny Galladay. That's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, Sterling Shepard, maybe for PPR purposes, I don't love it. He's a guy that you can have on your bench and see what happens. Shepard always seems to get nicked up at some point during the season anyway, so he's not as trustworthy. As far as going to my fantasy draft, my redraft, or whatever league you're doing, 
come August uh, Labor Day weekend. I think the only Giants I need to come away with, of course, are Saquon and Kenny Galladay. I'd be fine if I missed on Sterling Shepard. I'd be fine if I missed even technically on Evan Ingram. He had a rough season last year. He only caught uh, 63 of his 109 targets, 654 yards, and then just the one touchdown. Uh, but if we go ahead and look at this, I want to see where he finished amongst tight ends. I know it was a it was a rough season for, for tight ends last year if you don't own Kelsey Waller, uh, Tunyon, or Thomas. I guess even, even Hawkinson. I guess there was a good top six here. Uh, but Evan Ingram wasn't even a tight end one last year in PPR league. So that's wildly frustrating. If you look at his game logs too, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, only six games in double digits. That's not going to cut it. And now you're adding more mouths to feed. So I'm kind of out on Evan Ingram for fantasy football. I think he can be more efficient this year. He should take a step forward and, and grow with Daniel Jones. But I think these days where you see 10 targets, he saw four of those games last year. I, I would, I would doubt we see massive target performances this year, just bringing in Kyle Rudolph, Kadarius Tony. Kenny Galladay, a healthy Saquon Barkley. There's going to be other focal points in the offense. So uh, I'm, I'm optimistic about what the Giants can do this year. I fully expect them to be better. I have them running uh, significantly significantly more plays this year than last year, almost over 800 yards compared to last year. Uh, this team won six games last year. I, I think they're going to be in that seven, eight, nine win potential here. It just really depends if Daniel Jones can stay healthy and take that next step and just limit the turnovers. I think that's really... The, the bottom line here for the Giants and Daniel Jones. Can he just reduce those turnovers? He had 16 last year, and his rookie season, he ended up with 23. So technically, we're on we're on the right trajectory. So if he can keep that, you know, 10 to 12 uh, at the most here, I think the Giants could be more competitive. Uh, let's just see Saquon Barkley get through the season, Kenny Collin get through the season, and uh, Evan Ingram, let's see him step up and, and be more consistent this year. So I think that's going to do it for the New York Giants 2020 uh, 2021 fantasy preview. I'm going to be covering the, what's next? Philadelphia Eagles. Those are going to be the next team that I cover. I just covered Dallas. You guys can check those videos out if you have not. We'll see you guys in another video. Thanks. Peace.